At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM, let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? Yo! <laughs> this is Reister or Wrong. <laughs> Everybody who's listening to the podcast is going to be like, what the hell happened today? I don't know. I had a brain fart. Um, you got the... Oregon's women's basketball player highlights the differences between the men's NCAA tournament and the weight room and the swag between the women's tournament. So we got to talk about that. And also, the NCAA tournament has been absolutely awesome to start. Deshaun Watson now has seven lawsuits, up could be nine, against him alleging sexual misconduct. Something is wrong here. Like something is, I don't know what it is, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, The NFL TV deals are worth over $110 billion. Get woke, go broke is a myth. And it was a grift that was played out and it's on its way out. And cancel or consequence, the Joe Biden administration versus marijuana. And of course, our best of social media. 
You guys make sure that you guys listen to the podcast, subscribe, download it, tell a friend, all of that, um, and leave a five-star rating wherever you listen. And Ralph will tell you, leave a four-star rating. Go, 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 go ahead. Cause you say this on the on the <coughs> Pac-12 Apostles podcast that we do. So go, go, go ahead, tell, tell the people. I'm just okay with us earning that fifth star. If you've got a criticism or a comment that you want to make and you're going to come back and revise, if we address it to your satisfaction, then I'm cool with the four star uh, review because it gives us the chance to interact with you and get better. And most importantly, it upsets George. (laughs) Okay. So see, that's what I'm talking about. This is the kind of stuff you do. (laughs) You intentionally try to troll me, but I'm not falling for your not. I'm not falling for your shenanigans. Uh, You guys can always hit us up. 818-293-7547. 818-293-7547. Or you can shoot us an email. I'm mad at unafraidshow.com. I M M A D at unafraidshow.com. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Daily fire on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed because we keep it 100. So, Ralph, the NCAA tournament has started. And last night on my show on Mad Dog, I talked about that this is like, Christmas, but not actual Christmas Day that we had the first four games last night. And that was like on Christmas Eve. If your parents ever let you open up one present before Christmas and it was like a random set of set of events and you got a chance to, you know, choose the good present or not. Well, all the games were good presents last last night. So I was super I got, excited. I got a, I got something for you. Uh, so on Christmas Eve, we opened the stockings. In my house, growing okay. up, the whole stockings, and every single year, my stepmother would fill the stockings with accessories to the actual presents. Oh, so you knew what the presents were? Well, and then she would realize what she did. She'd cry on Christmas Eve, <laughs> and then she would do it again the next year. <laughs> I remember back to back years. I got weightlifting gloves. It was like the Christmas that I was thirteen. I got weightlifting gloves in my stocking, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and then, uh, and then the next year I got film in my stocking and I didn't own a camera. <laughs> so, I just remember it hit her as I'm opening the film. She's like, I did it again. <laughs> she, just, she just cried. She just cried. And I had to sit there and be like, I, thanks. I did film could be for anything. <laughs> Dude. How does how do you continuously make that <laughs> that mistake year after year? You're just like shit. Oh, I did it again. She's done it with my kids too because we go to uh, we go to my parents' house on Christmas Eve and then and then uh, Aaron's parents' house on Christmas and uh, and so now we've switched to the stockings come after the presents just to like keep this from keep this from happening and otherwise she really bad because it she coped with she's a nurse and she was having to care for a lot of covid patients and anytime she was having a bad day she would just go shop so when we got to her house on christmas we had to make three trips back to our house with the van oh my god in a van yeah do you know how many presents that is to make three trips with a van she went wild, man. Wild. And the uh, kid, kids were like, yeah, we love that. And then they still have another Christmas with their other grandparents the next morning. Oh, 
Oh, dude, your kids came up in a major way, bruh. Uh, so, so what, what have you thought about the NCAA tournament so far? Oh, it feels good. It feels really good. This is probably the best I've felt in, in a year. Everybody always talks about with all the different sports, even the Super Bowl. like, Oh, we got like a little bit of normal. Yeah. Like nothing felt more normal than holding my breath while that last Virginia tech three was in the air right before overtime. That's the most normal I have felt in a long time. It was cool. Yeah, it's almost like there's a cool tweet that I like from um, uh, Elika Sindagi. She said uh, she said it about college football, but the same applies to the tournament. She said that that unless you are a fan, you don't know what it's like to simultaneously uh, want to live and die <laughs> in the same minute where like you're the, where like you've, you've never felt more alive. And then all of a sudden you feel like you want to die. Especially if it's your team, like you're like, yeah, we're up by five with uh, a 30 seconds left. This And we got the ball. This game's in the bag. And then the next thing, you know, half court shot, foul turnover. And you're like, oh my God, we just lost. How did that happen? Well, and it always it gives us a chance to bring up incredible March moments, like from your dude, Tyus Edney. Yeah. Uh, I, ironically, I had Chris Johnson on the show last night, and he was talking about it. And it, it was very interesting. Like, I don't have any ill will towards Tyus Edney. How, however, I just was not a fan of that team. And the crazy part was, ironically, my I, said, I, I guess it was like subliminal vibes because at, at that point in time my my uh, wife was dating toby bailey at the time in college so i didn't even know it i didn't like toby bailey <laughs> but then i met toby bailey and like toby bailey's cool yeah so um g- g- got a good family everything yeah so so i'm just making sure here you don't have an issue with ty Sedney because he's 510 he's not 510 he's shorter he's than 510 <laughs> He's like five nine. He's basketball five ten. Yeah. So no, I don't have a problem with not. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't like anybody on that UCLA team really, except for uh, J- Jelani McCoy. Okay, hold on one second. Give me one second. Okay. Uh oh, Ralph's Ralph's up to something. Jelani McCoy is six foot ten. <laughs> He's a big man. What are you talking? He was just tough. That was the thing I liked about him. Oh, so it has nothing to do with the fact that he's taller than you. No. Therefore, you literally look up to him. No. No, it had nothing, nothing to do with it. I'm just... I'm man. sitting up taller in my chair, so you take me more seriously on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the the tournament is going on, though. And we were talking about something right, right before we started. And it made me think about last night with the UCLA game. One of the things that we saw last night was their coach, Mick Cronin. He got a chance to see his dad for the first time in a year because he's been quarantining because of the team. His dad's been quarantining because he was old. Like, And this is the first time he's been able to see him. His dad got vaccinated, all this. And you're just like, wow, like this is crazy. Like, I this was choked is, up. Yeah, it was an amazing story. Yeah. And then that got us to talking about the vaccine in general. And I was saying that my, my wife, when we're deciding vaccines for kids and all this stuff, 
we she always goes up and looks up everything about the vaccines and there's stuff that i didn't know like where i told you guys that we read that vaccine book so uh that's written by pediatricians who and doctors and epidemiologists who uh encourage you to vaccinate but they just give you honest real life uh documentation and all this stuff on it so i didn't know that there were different brands of the vaccines and that you can you know some have different ingredients so that's how we choose which ones that we're going to give at what point in time and all this stuff and then she looked up last night and the COVID vaccine has no uh has no like list of ingredients or side effects or any of that stuff and that made me pause right i was the end they have no plans to release them from the same companies that have been sued for all of this other stuff and i know it's a different type of vaccine because it's like rna and all this stuff but like that that's something that for uh, me i look out and i'm like yo i, w- I want to see what happens to the crash test dummies first Okay. Well, my wife's officially crashed says dummy. She got her first round of the, the vaccine today. What was interesting to me is she registered for her time slot. And then when she pulled up to get her vaccine, they didn't ask her any questions. None. They just put her right on through. It took one minute. Yeah. So technically I could have been with her and got my vaccine. I've been eligible for the vaccine this entire time. Uh, because my as dad a Native is, American. yeah, right. And so <laughs> as a quasi quasi Native American, as the most light skinned native in the history of the world, but my dad's half and he's from the res. And, uh, and because of that, I have my blood card and, and, uh, that entitles me to, uh, um, you know, if I ever need free medical care, there are certain hospitals that will admit you, um, based on that. And then, uh, this vaccine, they have a, a certain allocation for people who are actually, uh, native. I've been holding off on that because I want to make sure that everybody who's actually on the res that wants one can, can get one. And I've been waiting on my wife, but to find out that they didn't ask her any questions was, was pretty interesting because i I'm always fascinated in everybody's vaccination story because it seems like everywhere in the country is running just a little bit differently. Um, and, and I, you know, I had one friend who went to Walgreens and they said, Hey, sometimes we have extra at the end of every day, come back tomorrow. And he went back three days in a row at the end of the third day, he got vaccinated just like with an extra at a, at a a drugstore. Yes, dude. I, I have been able to get the vaccine for at least a month. I actually know actually longer than that because, and this is where kind of privilege and opportunity because I have a friend who is in a position that has the vaccines and they, and they were like, yo, like if you and the fam, if y'all want to come, come on. And I, and I felt like, like you, I felt conflicted because of a, what I just said, but also the, the other part of it, but you were saying something else before we even started about the list of ingredients and how, yeah, it's just a mindset switch. Um, it, and I think that everybody and I, I don't I'm not taking a position on any of this. I think I think all things considered, the vaccine is the best, the best way forward. I don't want us to get, you know, dragged for any reason other than we're just considering these things out loud. Two idiots talking. Right. But um, I, I don't know about two, two idiots. You can, you can call yourself an idiot. I just this this is what I've seen for a year. They have told us we don't know enough about the coronavirus. So if you are able, isolate, 
do most of your stuff from home if you can. Double mask if you're out and about. Hand sanitizer. Be extra cautious. Yeah. In everything you do, be extra cautious. Watch your footsteps. And, and so that's been the mindset for an entire year is be cautious because we don't know. And then the vaccine drops and it's throw all caution to the wind for the yep. greater good. And it, that mindset switch is it something was quick. That, yeah. And I, I just think it's something that people have to be aware of. I'm not saying that anything about it is wrong. I'm just saying that if you think, cause I was listening to something the other day that said that if you call somebody and say, we have a vaccine registration time, for you instead of we have an available vaccine that um, the actual vaccine usage goes up 11% because people feel like they're getting something that's meant for them directly. So it's not availability. It's, it's a uh, uh, reserved, right? It's yeah. reserved for you. Um, but I, I don't fault anybody who is having a hard time getting out of the mindset where they bought all in on the caution for the greater good and then they're having a hard time making that pivot from zero to 60. I don't fault anybody who is, is currently in that situation. Now, are there people who are like militantly anti-vaccine because they think that Bill Gates cloned himself is, and turned himself into a little nanobot <laughs> and he's going to tickle your titties from the inside? <laughs> like, yeah, those people need a different kind of vaccine, maybe some bleach and a needle to clean some stuff out in their brain. But I don't, I just, I don't fault anybody who is having a hard time making that mindset switch. I understand it. See, that's, that's legitimate. Cause I think that that's where I am on, on, on some level. I think that that's a reasonable way to uh, say it. Um, and so, you know, we will, we will see how this all turns out. Hopefully it all turns out well for everybody involved. So, uh, Speaking of everybody involved, the NCAA tournament is going on right now, right now as we speak. And you have the the men playing. Well, the, the men have already started playing. The women are going to start playing in a day or two. And one of the things that has been going on is that there have been some discrepancies between the, what the men have and what the women have. And, and my, mind you, this already started with John Rothstein, who works for CBS, talking about, oh, his limited dining options. And then the players are like, yo, we're getting box lunches, homie. You're actually you're actually getting good quality food. We're getting box lunches. And so now we have a new piece of drama in it is that the women who have who are their tournament is on ESPN this year. They are getting substandard they they don't even have the basic necessities to play in a tournament like a weight room and sedona prince from oregon she pointed this out i got something to show y'all so for the ncaa march madness the biggest tournament in college basketball for women this is our weight room let me show y'all the men's weight room Now, when pictures of our weight room got released versus the men's, the NCAA came out with a statement saying that it wasn't money, it was space that was a problem. Let me show y'all something else. Here's our practice court, right? And then here's that weight room. And then here's all this 
extra space. If you aren't upset about this problem, then you're a part of it. She's 100% right, right, Ralph. And just so anybody who's listening on audio, there were at least 10 to 15 big, huge squat racks in there. There's bench presses, there's uh, Olympic weights and all of that versus the uh, women. It's one of those small racks of dumbbells. One small rack of dumbbells. That's their weight room. The more you, the more, dude, I feel so bad about this, but the more you look at just the picture of the one rack of dumbbells and, and call that one rack a weight room, I cannot, like, it gets funnier every, and not funny, like, haha. No, no, like, no, no, it's, no, I, I get it. It's funny, it's funny, and, and, and Josiah Johnson actually put this out, it's funny, like, box lunch at Firefest funny. Yes, that's like, I know you paid a lot of money for that. I know that you deserve better, but oh my God, that's two pieces of bread with some cheese and and some wilted lettuce. Dude, it's incredible. Like like somebody had to be like, yo, 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 no, 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 no. This is fine. Somebody had to approve that. That's the part of it. It is funny. It's it's hilarious, but it's hilarious in, in the way of like, it's so maddening that you just have to laugh and be like who thought this was a good idea do you realize that somebody somewhere looked at this they were like yo um yo we of course we need a weight room no no no, no. they don't they don't need a weight room just 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 give them some dumbbells and you're just like what and then and then the twitter comments were the most absurd because you had some men in there saying well, women don't lift weights anyway because they don't want to look all buff. Like, I'm a married man. I go to the gym. They don't want to look all buff, so they don't. And I'm like, these are athletes. They are doing the exact same exercises as the men to be tremendous athletes. Right. Like, I, and then somebody was like, well, it doesn't even matter. Nobody lifts weights at the tournament as so they show was, video okay. of the men lifting weights. Yeah. So that was my that was my initial thing, because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God. And then I was thinking to myself, is this a big deal? And I, there was a former Pac-12 player that was like, hey, this is NCAA turn, tourney. They're not out here lifting heavy. And I was like, oh, I guess that's a good point. But at the same time, there's like hundreds of women there and 10 total barbells. <laughs> So like no matter what they want. No, no, no. They don't even have the barbells. They only got dumbbells. Dumbbells, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so then then the second video dropped. And the second video is like her response, her receipts on it, because I guess I don't know who it was, but she said the NCAA came out and said that it was an issue of space. Yes. And so she took a video of how there was like ten thousand empty square feet <laughs> next to the one dumbbell rack. Which made the one dumbbell rack look even more ridiculous. And then, and then she and then she retweeted herself and said, Women's History Month. <laughs> so she just she's just digging in. And my favorite part about this is if you were an employee, you probably couldn't talk like this about your employer. Correct. Right? And so like the NCAA by not treating these amateur athletes like employees, which they should be opens them to get ripped up and lose the publicity battle. Every time they do something dumb like this. And that was, a, that was a funny part is when you, so you look well, at the they did that stupid, a day in the life, a day in the life in the bubble. All right. So 
they also put this put this out. So look, here is the swag bags for the women's tournament versus the men's tournament. So they're both laid out on beds. The men's has like big dance, a bracket, covers on the pillows, all of this stuff, a big blanket, Lysol wipes, toothbrush, deodorant, shirts, all sorts of things, right? And the women, they got two two water bottles, a $2 t-shirt, a pair of socks, and, you know, and that's about it. So that, <laughs> honestly, that part about it, I am less upset about. Well, what do you think of, what do you think of Swaggy P? chiming in and saying you guys are the JV anyways. First of all, he's an asshole for saying that because it's not the JV. It's a different tournament and the women's tournament generates interest. They and okay, and revenue. So, yes. The women's tournament actually generates revenue. Yes. And they're going to generate even more this year cuz they're on ESPN. More games are on ESPN. So the idea that this is quote unquote JV is stupid. So I, I'm, I'm a real person and understand that there is a significant difference in the billion dollars plus that the men's uh, tournament generates. Just like there's a big difference in the seven or eight billion dollars that the NBA is bringing in versus the hundred million dollars that the WNBA is bringing in. So there I don't have a problem with the pay disparity. Like in, in terms of that the men should make significantly more than the women in pro basketball. And I don't think that most women would have a problem with that either. Like sens sensible people in business know that people who drive revenue should be paid more. Um, that, But then that throws everything on its head when you get to talk about college and nobody's paid. But then, so, so then if you want to say, that like Title IX issues, all, all, all of that, then number one, they should be getting the same thing as the, as the men. But even if it's a little bit less because the men's tournament brings in more, more money, so what? But they, 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 like, I don't think anybody could really complain about that. It's the fact that there is inadequate equipment to fulfill the duties of the tournament, like the freaking weight room, dude. Like they are going to lift weights. The the yes, the team that loses today is going to use the weight room less than the team that's here next weekend. But they're going to lift sometime in. If you win both games, you're going to lift. Like this is normal behavior. And if you get to the sweets and if you get to the elite eight, you're going to lift multiple times, three, four, five times over the next fourteen days. It's stupid. I hate to say this, but like, these are the teams that do lift. Like, these are the teams that did put in the work to get here, right? They do ten dumbbell, ten, ten dumbbells, ten. Yep, yep. So, so your bench, your sixth, your sixth woman can't even get a lift in. Why yeah, and, and and people for, forget too that after the games, the people who don't play much have to go work out because they have to stay in shape. They go get on the treadmill. They go run. They lift weights because they have to stay in shape because they didn't get very many minutes. It's like people don't realize that. They do this in the NBA after the game. If you watch LeBron's Instagram or other players' Instagrams, after games, they're going to go do core work. They're going to go lift. They're going to go do something. And that's what these college players do, too. I, Ralph. 
All right. I just, I just, that Nick Young thing, man. I, what, he's going to end up on canceler consequence. <laughs> he is because you can't just be wilding out on Instagram saying stuff like that in the, in the comments of the ESPN post. What do you think? Like, honestly, Nick, what do you think is going to come of that? What is the best thing that could happen? You get a few likes from some people who hate women. Yep. Like you, you, he's gonna get he's gonna get uh, hearted by Tucker Carlson. That's the that's the the optimum scenario here. Uh, everything else is just he's gonna get dragged. Yep. Ab- absolutely. He's absolutely going to get dragged. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Now, speaking of somebody who's getting dragged right now, it is Deshaun Watson. And the lawyer who's representing these women who have filed suit against him. There have already been seven. Supposedly, there's going to be two more. And now Tony Busby was just on television saying it could be up to 12 women filing suit against Deshaun Watson. 
And they have alleged that he, uh, that everything from one of them says he tried to kiss her. One of them says that, uh, that, well, actually a few, a few of them said that he touched them with his genitals during a massage or something. And we talked about this on the last podcast about things that happen during massages when you're a professional athlete. We don't need to rehash all that. So you got to go back and listen to the last episode because I kept it one hundo. Um, but to, to me, this whole thing, it sounds weird. Like, I, I don't know what to believe because I don't trust any of it. Because, yes, we've had some incredible like there have been incredible stories right of people that we um there have been incredible stories that we have heard about people that we thought of were of very high character and they turn out to be creeps right like that Uh, yes uh so my whole life growing up um when i started going to church late teen years And everybody that I went to church with all, I don't want to say worship, that's not the right word, but they religiously followed the teachings of a guy named Ravi Zacharias out of Atlanta, who was like an apologetics guy. He went around the country debating people who were atheists. And um, the way that he did it with such like love and compassion and care and uh, simplicity um, was something that inspired a lot of people in my life. And they loved him a lot. And come to find out after his death, he invested in several massage parlors that he would go to and then he would basically coerce the, the, the women into sexual relationships and then like pray with them afterward. And now his whole estate is a giant mess and they're having to apologize and they're having to figure out what to do about some of the women that they put under NDAs while he was still alive because their stories are out there, but they can't comment on it or else they'll get sued by his estate. It's this whole huge mess. And this was somebody who for the majority of my time as a young adult, like that was someone who everyone told me, this is somebody who you need to listen to and be like and, and admire. And this type of stuff, it, it absolutely does happen. So you can't just say because somebody seems good um, that, that, that they're innocent. We know that to not be true. Yeah. We went through this whole thing with Bill Cosby. Yep. And, and the, the, but at the same, oh, well, and Darren, Darren Sharper. Darren Sharper. Exactly. Um, and the, the thing about it to me that has been the most odd to me is obviously like, it's like, there's so many women, right? So he's saying that there could be up to 12 women, right? And you're like, hold up 12 women. Like, so you're saying this is not about money, but why, if all of these women are now coming out, I, w- I would hope that if this is all true, that they would go to the police. You know what I mean? I, I mean, like that's that's the thing is that, and now the police have apparently contacted the lawyer, and he said he's sharing info. The NFL is investigating this as well. The NFL's investigation is a little bit different because they don't need a burden of proof to suspend somebody. They just think it's more more likely than than not. But they're also going to figure out whether the Houston Texans had any part in this. Because if this turns out to be a shakedown over money, 
that that is just because because you can't just do this with one person. Like if you throw right. name after name after name out, like there's no video of this and there's no real and there's no evidence. So you have and, all of these allegations. And if you mount enough, then people are going to say, well, it's more more likely than uh, not. And then he won't be able to leave the Texans like it's such a. And then the fact that it, the lawyer is friends with the owner. like, And, and that he made it about himself, which we talked about on the last show. Correct. Which is super sleazy, super sleazy. Like he yeah. like the lawyer is more interested in his own fame and making his practice of ambulance chasing and and personal injury law grow that this feels like I, I guess both things can be true at the same time. Right. But like there's more like this is more like I'm raised with more questions yes. than I have answers at this point in time. But I know like it's easy to tell when something doesn't smell right, right? I agree. And something about this is completely wrong, whether it's on the Deshaun Watson side. So, like, there's no middle ground here. This is either total bullshit or this is, oh, that that was arisen by a misunderstanding, which which I talk, talked about that happened during a, um, a, um, a, a massage or that could happen. And this, like, I'm, yeah, this is craziness. Or here's the messiness of the idea that there could be a middle ground. Let's say that Deshaun Watson did something inappropriate, not to the point of of assault, but in the moment misread something, did something to make somebody feel uncomfortable, and that's his thing to, to have to atone for, whether civilly or legally. If that is the case, and then you have other people jumping on board, oh, trying to pile of, on, yes, trying to make a payday, and in any way they slip up, in any way they give away the game because right now I think this is a pressure play. Yep. Right. If in any way they slip up or give away the game, then the idea that there may have been a credible issue completely goes out the window and you're left with somebody who may actually be deserving of some type of reconciliation or justice who won't be getting it. And so this entire thing is, is an enormous mess and, and, and I'll say this, we've, we've learned time after time that you can't take somebody's reputation and, and, and erase the possibility that they could be guilty. But we've also learned time after time, you can't also take the idea that an accusation exists to be completely factual, especially when there's money to gain from it. And as we know, as we know so far, no police reports. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to find out if there's any like secondary like people that they told or text at the time that it happened. You know what what all they're able to bring to yeah, the if table. There was an outcry or whatever. But but my biggest issue with this, and it's and, and and it honestly, George, and and if somebody wants to have an issue with this, I will gladly hear you out on it because it's important for me to be able to understand where everybody's coming from. Um, uh, uh, assault and misdeeds have have touched my life and the people that are closest to me, and I, and I absolutely understand that that this is a really sensitive topic for everybody involved but me being who i am i really really struggle i mean really struggle when approach one is cash out i really struggle because yep. that's just not 
ever in any way how I have ever functioned when, when, when step one is let's get a cash settlement and no one will ever hear about this ever again, because especially because we have a long history of knowing that that does nothing for the healing process yep. at all. Mm. All these women that end up signing NDAs and, and cash somebody out. else gets, gets hurt. Exactly. Uh, you could not be more correct. And so I don't, I personally do not function like that. And so I have a level of skepticism. Um, and, and I would love for somebody to explain to me yeah, when why the first that's, thing is go, go get money instead of go to police. And shut up and shut up. Yes. I will okay. willingly shut up if you pay me. Yeah. 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 It, it's different if you say, I want to go to the police and then either the police say, we can't help you. There's not enough here. And then you say, okay, well then I'm suing them. You know, I feel, I feel like that that's a different, or I think that there is a, an order of operations that does make things seem different. But, but here's the other thing is you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? So Deshaun Watson, even if he is proven to be completely innocent and is exonerated completely because it was found out that this was a grift, right? That this is, this stays with you. I mean, think about how many times that people have gone to jail for murder or something, right? And people have been like, like the prosecutors did all this stuff. There's DNA that says this person was not there. They didn't do it, but they have been convinced by prosecution and all this stuff that this person was the person who did it. And then that person gets out of jail because they were exonerated. And then all of it after multiple trials or whatever else. And then it's like, but they still have that stain on their name. Yeah. So that that's the tough part about this whole deal. Um, yeah. So hopefully we end up with with the truth, but unfortunately it'll probably be months, years before we figure it out. And Deshaun Watson is going to have to play in, in, in the Texans. Maybe, maybe, because if, if I'm him, I like we talked about in the last podcast, if there is any way I think for half a second that this lawyer colluded with the ownership of the Texans, I would rather die than take another snap for that organization and make them any more, more money, even though it makes me a bunch of money too. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I'm, we're definitely not following the advice that I'd, I'd like to give here, but like the less time that people spend talking about this before they know as much as possible, the better, because you're going to be, um, you just increase the opportunity to say something that you might not be able to take back and you don't know what the people around you have dealt with. Yep. And that's a really important thing. Like I saw Roddy white, you know, God bless Roddy white. But I saw him tweet last night that, uh, or two nights ago that it is impossible to make someone give you oral sex. And mm. I was just like, Oh, Roddy, like you, you just, you never, you, you don't want to wade too far into this based on not having the, you know, um, maybe for Roddy white, it's, 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 it's impossible, but it's definitely sexual assault is very real. And, yeah, and women, if, if somebody thinks that their life is in danger, yes, they will, they will do it. Yeah. Like that's like, that's idiocy. And that, and that's just, and so e even if it's coming from a place of like your innocence is actually ignorance, just chill for a minute let as much information come out as possible. 
Um, but there are things that you can comment on right now, which is the, the, the lawyer making it about himself and the timing of, of all of this is just, it's something that needs to be considered. It absolutely has to be. Yeah. Yep. A- absolutely. The next thing up, the NFL has now finalized over a hundred and ten billion, yes, billion dollars in TV rights in a what eleven year deal, and there is a seven year opt out clause that would come in well over the hundred billion dollar <laughs> length of this package. So the deal is between Amazon, ESPN slash ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. And also the NFL Network, though the NFL Network will still carry part of the um, carry part of the programming as well. And Sports Business Journal also reported that the 11 year package would amount to 110 billion plus in revenue for the NFL or over 10 billion dollars a year from 2023 to 2033. And so here are the parameters of the deal. So there are 11 Super Bowls that are going to be split up between the four networks. CBS, which has 2023, 2027, and 2031. Fox has 24, 28, and 32. NBC has 25, 29, and 33. And ABC has 26 and 30. And then Amazon owns the rights to the league's Thursday night football package starting in 2023. So that's going to be exclusive to them. ESPN has Monday night football. NBC keeps Sunday night football. CBS keeps uh, the AFC games on Sundays and they get to to stream them on uh, Paramount Plus. And then Fox can still has the NFC games, but with the but with the NFC Sunday night games, they can stream those on the Peacock network as well. And then the league is going to allow the NFL networks to have its own selection of exclusive games. And then on top of all that, probably the most interesting thing about all this is, is that ESPN and Monday night football will be able to flex games on Monday night, like they no do way. on Sunday night. Yeah. No way. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Starting week 12 in the season, which means that they won't have bad matchups like they had in past years. And they'll be able to schedule <laughs> as many as four teams twice in Monday night football slots. Tell me that you didn't enjoy the fact. So, so I, I don't know how you feel about Steve Levy doing the Monday night games. Um, but when it's two bad teams, I loved it. I liked Lewis Riddick more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I like, I, I, like, I like, I didn't, I would say, so I guess the fact that I didn't notice Steve Levy very much was a was a positive. Like, it didn't stick out as bad to me. It was weird for me because I have a lifetime of listening to him uh, do voicing over of highlights. So oh, every, yeah, yeah, from SportsCenter. Yeah, so everything felt like it was just like a long highlight. Yes, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now that you say it like that, okay, I, I can be, buy into that. It'd be like having Kenny Mayne on the broadcast. And so, like, when it was two bad teams, I was like, okay, this is comfortable. Like, 
I get that. But then when it's when when it was really like you wanted that like elevated persona from your broadcasters. But what, you know what's funny is I never understood how people get so picky about broadcasters because for me they're pretty much outside of the familiarity of it all it pretty much feels the same from person to person it, mm. that was okay I, so, here's the caveat I would say for here's the, a caveat for here's a caveat moment. yeah when they put a keep to leave on a broadcast i was like oh here we go <laughs> like this is a different experience it's so much fun um but like i i don't it just Outside of like Rondé Barber not being able to pronounce anyone's name and <laughs> never, never doing anything to fix it for like 10 straight years. For the most part, it's just like white guys who have always been around the game or used to play the game who do the same kind of like vanilla. Yeah. But I love vanilla. I love vanilla. Like they just do the same kind of uh, a vanilla process. And there's nothing that's super unique about me. So when people get riled up about like Joe Buck or Al Mike, like specifically, Dude, I not never like, understand. I'm, I'm like, get it. how do you hate Joe Buck? He's one of the best to ever do it. Like, how do, like, how is it possible to hate Joe, Joe, Joe Buck, who can do a great job one day calling the World Series and then the next day calling an NFL game and then do like the dude is absolutely a pro. So, yeah, some, sometimes I just wonder if my palate's not my my ear palate's not sophisticated enough to understand what people are complaining about because I just it, like the people who like my pizza has to be 145 degrees. If it's 144, it doesn't taste good anymore. I don't <laughs> I don't get that. Like pizza's pizza, and so I just I, I've never fully understood that. The only thing that you can really do to take me out of it is be is be like Bill Walton and just moan into the microphone for 35 straight minutes when I'm trying to watch a game. Yeah. To have my wife run to the room and be like, what do you have on the television? What do you want? <laughs> Did she really do that? Well, it's just like it's 630 in the afternoon on a Thursday. Like you can't watch that type of stuff. I'm like, it's basketball. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like is about to happen. Uh, yeah, dude, I've never understood the uh, out the outrage in announcers because people will be like, "This is unlistenable." I'm turning the television. I'm turning the volume down. I can't so watch I games with no. I got mad once, and I think you'll respect this. I got mad about Beth Moens, and not for the reason that everybody thinks. I got mad watching Beth Moens call a North Dakota State game, like mad, like I was tweeting at her mad because she kept saying bison instead of bison. Turns out you (laughs) were dead ass wrong. How dare, how freaking dare you? The arrogance (laughs) to tweet at somebody and be like, yo, how the hell are you pronouncing this idiot? And then you're wrong. I'm from from Wyoming. That's not how you say this. And it was like, no, that's how the. So, yeah, it's all of North Dakota that's wrong, not Beth Mullins. I'm sorry, Beth. How dare you? <laughs> dude, and, but it's the people that, I mean, dude, that's like when uh, Warren Sapp tweeted. Uh, who did he tweet? It was um, uh, the quarterback from the Cowboys, the River, uh, Tony Romo. He tweeted Tony Romo, Tony Romo's rookie year broadcasting because Tony Romo was uh, like, oh, my God, that's a great catch by by 85. And he was like and um, he tweeted him, yo, that's so unprofessional calling people by their name, by their number. You call them by their name. You should know their name. 
uh, Tony Romo. This is lame. You don't know the names. And I was like, <laughs> that's just, that's, he was taking people under the helmet. He knows their damn names. He would say, cause that's how people in football, they'd be like, good, good catch, 85. Good check. Good, good job, 82. That, like, it's a, it was like a familiarity thing and it played off well. Yeah, and I watch. was like, how dare you, Warren Sapp? How about you take care of your damn hotel bills and you won't. <laughs> And you worried about Tony Romo's uh, etiquette. How about you uh, take care of your etiquette, right? That's weird. That's definitely that's a weird thing to get upset about in the in the moment. That's a yeah, especially for a former player. It's like I, I don't know. But you're if giving you, out critiques for this dude doing his job, who's doing a good job. That's hate. But that's who Warren Sapp is. He's a hundred percent hater. Yeah, he he he. At one time in his life, he could bench five fifty though. So I, I give him some respect. Yeah, well, mm, mm. yeah, there's that. Um. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
And now it is time for our segment, Consequences or Cancel. So Ralph normally comes up with the consequence or cancel, but not today. Not today, pal. Uh, So uh, this was all me. So did. So Biden came into the White House. And when they are going to hire senior staff members or they're going to hire interns or whatever else. Marijuana is what legal in 14 states for recreational use. It is uh, legal in other states for uh, for medicinal use. And so dozens of young White House staffers have been suspended asked to resign or placed in a remote work due to past (laughs) marijuana use. Uh. And because initially they had indications from the Biden administration that recreational use of cannabis would not be immediately disqualifying for would be personnel. And even staffers who were exclusively in the district of Columbia, where it's legal, or in those 14 states have either been suspended, resigned, or placed in a remote work after they admitted on their, as part of their background checks. And mind you, these are real background checks. If you lie on them, you're done. And they find out. So were these people canceled or did they get consequences? We got to grow up. We got, we, we just, we have to grow up as a society when it comes to, when it comes to cannabis use, I mean, I just, we were just laughing on Wednesday's show at the whole Bill Clinton. I didn't inhale (laughs) thing. Like I can't stop. It's still funny to me. It's still funny to me. 20 years later, I laugh every single time I think about it because the truth of the matter is, I mean, maybe not, maybe not for me. I was, I was a goody two shoes when it came to, I didn't have my first sip of alcohol until I was like 23 years old, (laughs) but that doesn't mean that you were 19. Okay, that doesn't mean you want either one of us working in the White House, though. <laughs> dude, dude, I know very accomplished people who smoke weed recreationally. They don't like like they're not waking bakers and all of that stuff. But like I do know people who are very accomplished who smoke weed on on occasion and they would be very qualified in in not, not only working in the white house, but working for somebody who works in the white house. I think it's absolutely absurd that that would be a disqualifier to work in the white white house. Like it's different. Yeah. It depends on what your job is. Like, you know what I mean? It depends on, yeah, it depends on what your job is. And it also depends on your ability to just be functional because there are people, to be honest, George, there are people who, who, who you can't really like test for, you know, when there are people who their job is affected by the fact that they're going out drinking every night till, till one in the morning, exactly. but that's not necessarily something that we take into consideration. Sometimes and alcohol like is more glorified. dangerous. It's more dangerous than it's glorified. And then, uh, and then, and then the other, the other part of it is like, yes, there are absolutely people who should not be smoking weed because they are super susceptible to having their motivation be completely wiped off the mat. There will be a bump on a log for two, three years at a time. It'll have the same effect on them that like opiates did on Eminem where we just didn't hear from him for seven years. Like, yeah, but and shouldn't you be judged by your productivity? 
I think that if you have an interview at the White House, you probably are not somebody who is stuck in the basement covered in Funyun dust. I think that's my, I don't know, but I definitely do know people who cannot, I've got some people in my life who cannot handle having their motivation robbed from them via cannabis because it will just like that, that will be all that they do and, and all that they are, but applying that the worst case scenario mindset to somebody who lives in a place where it's legalized, they're an adult and they decide to do that instead of having a couple glasses of wine once a week. I don't, you're going to have to explain but the thing to me. Is, it's ever, it's not even like, Oh, I, I still smoke weed. If you admit it to, to, to smoke. Yeah. I smoked a few times in high school. Oh, oh, I know that was 10 years ago, but, eh. but like, we can have, but we can have Kamala Harris and we can have Barack Obama and we can have I, Mr. I didn't inhale. And we can have George W. Bush who definitely had some, uh, had some fun at Yale. And afterward, um, we can right. have all of those people in office and it's not, you know, as long as you're elected and I, dude, I, dude, smoking weed ever in your life should be a disqualifier about as much as uh, drinking alcohol should. Like, 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 it's, it's insanity. Like, should you, should you show up to work high? No. Should you show up to work drunk? Hell no. Both of these things affect how you do your job. Right. So, so the question is, were these people canceled or did they get consequences? For their for their terrible actions of smoking weed. This is cancellation. I'm I'm pretty sure this is textbook cancellation. I mean, the consequences, uh, like knowing the issue before. I don't know. I guess in some way it's consequence, but it's stupid consequence. Like it's it is it is from a bygone era in a mistaken way of thinking. I got one yes, for you, the, really it, quick. It's people who have f- federal charges or in jail for for life. Over smoking weed, dude. Stop. Like not not even selling it, but smoking it. Get like get the hell out of here. I uh I have one I have one for you really quick. Um so Teen Vogue, uh, which it's weird that this is the case, but Teen Vogue has basically become like a hyper liberal activist publication, right? It's a condonast owned subsidy. They just hired a woman named Alexi McCammond at 27 years old to be the editor in chief over the whole thing. She is uh, over teen Vogue. That's a humongous magazine to be at at 20 at 27. Okay. Especially because it has um, established itself as like a, kind of like almost like a hyper political thing for young people. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay. So this woman, uh, Alexi McCammond sent some tweets, uh, that were, um, not great when she was 17 years old, um, 17, 18 years old. And they were exactly what you would expect tweets from 2011 to be, bad jokes that had racist and homophobic uh, overtones. She is out as the editor of Teen Vogue. All of her work over the last, um, all of her work over the last 10 years doesn't matter. Um, It doesn't matter that she's a woman of color. It doesn't matter that she's a liberal. She falls uh, under the, 
um, umbrella of you sent bad tweets a decade ago. And so she decided, I guess, to part ways. And this was her statement. She said, I became a journalist to help uh, lift up the stories and voices of our most vulnerable communities. As a young woman of color, that's part of the reason I was so excited to lead the Teen Vogue team in its next chapter. My past tweets have overshadowed the work I've done to highlight the people and issues that I care about, issues that Teen Vogue has worked tirelessly to share with the world. So Condon asked and I have decided to part ways. I should not have tweeted what I did, and I've taken full responsibility for that. I look at my work and growth in the years since, and I have redoubled my commitment to growing in the years to come as both a person and a professional. I wish the talented team at Teen Vogue the absolute best moving forward. Their work has never been more important and i will be rooting for them uh there are many stories left to be told especially those about marginalized communities and the issues affecting them i hope to have the opportunity to rejoin the ranks of tireless journalists who are shining a light on the issues that matter every single day canceled or consequence that's cancellation that that's cancellation because that's just like somebody who uses the n-word in 19 in, in 1980, right? That that was a regular part of their life, right? And then they turn around and, you know, like they go and then fight for people who are like after a few years, like they have some come to Jesus moment and they go and do something different, like the complete opposite, like, like you know, like in the Bible with Paul. And you're sitting there like, hold up, hold up. Like, how how doesn't everything that you've done in between then and now matter? You know I mean, I, I, I think that if there has been no growth, that yes, that yes, you can say maybe that's what's in this person's heart. But if the person has gone on to fight for the communities that there were some off-color comments made about, I think that the growth matters. I think that the growth is actually, I actually think the growth is more important than somebody who started out on the right side. I mean, my, my, mind you, you, you would rather start out on the right side. But, yeah. but the idea, it's, it's almost like saying that somebody who got out of jail should not be a lawyer. Where it's like, no, dude, I, I did these wrong things, so now I understand. Or that they shouldn't be a counselor or a pastor or anything else. Because, or like, that. that's why former drug addicts or sex addicts or whatever addicts often tend to make the best counselors. Because they can relate to those people and they can meet them where they're at. So I, I think that's can cancellation totally. So... Uh, here is the, the other side of that. That's very interesting. She is also, uh, dating a guy named TJ Ducklow. Do you recognize that name? No. So somebody pointed out that the, uh, editor of, of the soon to be editor of teen Vogue was dating somebody who worked for Joe Biden, um, as the national press secretary, his name is TJ Ducklow, and he, he threatened the person who was uh, questioning their relationship, said he'd destroy their career, and he had to step down as uh, the national pre press secretary. Those under are consequences. <laughs> Those are consequences. So now both her and her boyfriend are, are uh, unemployed, and they both, they both got hit with the rage mob uh, in back-to-back in -back months. So hopefully they learn from it, both land on their feet, and, and move on. But it looked like the majority of the tweets that she had sent were when she was in college 
and they were pretty anti-Asian, uh, anti-academic Asian of that thing where you're a high performing academic student and you look around and a lot of the other high performing academic students are Asian yeah. and you, 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 you get, uh, upset at them and co- extra competitive with them and said, and said some pretty hateful stuff. So, um, I hope she learned from it, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting that nope. the, the, the way we're holding, um, teenagers accountable. We see this every time the NFL draft comes around stuff that people sent when they were 16, 17 years old ends up getting hashed over. Uh, when when they're twenty three, twenty four, dude. Here's the here's the note. Don't tweet as a teenager. First first thing. Second thing. <laughs> Herm is, Edwards here. Don't press send. Second thing is, if I'm a college, if I'm a college, right? As soon as my kids get to campus, we are scrubbing all Twitters. Like I'm like, no, 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 no. It, even even your burner. Here, here's what we are going to do because we are going to protect you and protect us by, by way of protecting you. So I am all in on that, dude. I think it's a, a terrible idea. I think that people grow, you know what I mean? But, but, but if, but if they want to say, you know what, Mm, I don't want to, I don't want to delete these tweets. Well, you, you're on your own, Jojo. Yep. Uh, the next thing up, it is time for the best of social media. So we have a couple really good things for you guys today. And the first thing is, is there's a movie that we all love, loved as a kid. And it was Mrs. Doubtfire. And apparently, according to facts on film, film facts, while filming Mrs. Doubtfire in 1993, Robin Williams, well, 93 is when it came, came out, but um, Robin Williams improvised so much that there were PG, PG-13, rated R, and NC-17 cuts of the film. And I think that that's absolutely amazing. But then people are like, release the cuts. And I'm like, don't release the cuts. No, I'm with you. I'm fine just knowing. Um, I love that movie. I get that it's weird. I get that the plot if you think about it for more than five seconds is incredibly dark. Yeah. I understand all those things about this movie. I don't care. I love it. I'm going to show it to my kids. I rewatched the scene of him throwing fruit at the back of Pierce Brosnan's head 700,000 times as a kid and laughed until my sides hurt. Um, the, the, it, and it came out around the same time as hook and, you know, I was a young kid at the time, and the message that I took from those movies and Patch Adams also was that Robin Williams loves kids, right? Yeah. Like, and and I, I refuse to remember him as anything other than uh, a dad trying to do the absolute most. It's and, not something that I would do, but yes. this is a movie. Yes, and, and the other thing is people want to see the movie just so they can say we can't watch the movie anymore. And it's like, that's not the point. The whole point is that way, like, like in, in reality, you shouldn't be trying to not watch the movie anymore. Yeah, that, and, wanna, and that's what people would uh, do because ultimately yep. they cut the movie right. They cut yeah. these things out that the way the movie does not then have to be canceled on the back end. Yeah. Uh, I Okay. So here's, here's what I have to say. It is... Um, if you want to hear Robin Williams uh, curse, death to Smoochie and Goodwill Hunting. There you go. Yep. Or watch any of his stand-up specials. Leave Ms. Doubtfire alone. It's a perfect movie. Uh, it's trapped for me in a time capsule uh, of it taking me back to being 10, 11 years old 
and uh, and 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 watching that movie. And I'm guessing a lot of those scenes were probably in the beginning when he was voicing over that cartoon. Oh and yeah, got, and got fired for being anti-smoking. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, dude, there's no telling what he said. He's a comedian. He's a comedian yeah. who ultimately killed himself as well. Like this is the uh, dark things going on and that and like that that's the way comedians roll. So, you yep. know. So I don't have a problem with it. But um next thing up, here's a video from the UFC. This is the best of social media, but this is also a sad sad thing that goes on out in the world. This is from the UFC. They're doing a weigh-in for a fight, and a, and a woman, she steps off the scale and she faints. But the interesting part is, why is it people's first instinct when people faint to pick them up? You just fainted. Yeah, it, that made me wonder, um, because it was just such bad judgment in the moment, it made me wonder if the back facade wasn't against a wall. Like oh. that, that, that was the first, cause if you watch it again, I don't, I don't want to see it too many times, but when you watch it again, it, it felt like the back moved a little bit. And I almost wonder if they were trying to keep her from going. Oh, over I see what you're saying. Yeah. The back, because otherwise, why would you pick somebody? Like, why would you not just attend to them? That's the one thing that we're always taught. Like if somebody faints, they're having to see, like, don't do just too much, like down. address yeah. them in the situation that they're in. Um, but yeah, man, weight cutting. Did you ever wrestle? Hell no. But but I the, did. the 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 uh, first time I ever saw anybody cut weight was uh, it was Kale Shonen at, at at Oregon, and um and it was crazy to me because I saw I came in the training room and I saw a wrestler with a plastic bag on sitting uh like uh on the, on the bike and then in and then inside the hot tub inside the hot tub with the bag on and i was like i don't understand what the he was like oh i gotta cut cut weight i was like why would you wait until the fight like my my, my mind couldn't yeah. comprehend i was like why don't yeah. you just wrestle at the weight that i was like you're clearly in shape you're not fat like yeah. i was like i don't understand why you wouldn't wrestle at the weight that you are currently at and and so they try to cut weight so fast that it drains their body out some of them have had their kidneys shut down. They end up in the hospital, all sorts, sorts of things. And I think it's a, they had a story on it on real sports. I think it's a bad culture. It's terrible for everybody yeah. involved. And yeah. truthfully, I, I would be willing to bet. I mean, like, I know that there needs to be some scientific research on this, but logically, right? If you have to weigh in the day before your match, and this is what you have to weigh, then in, in, in professional sports, and then you can put on 10 pounds of water weight in between now and then, I would be willing to bet that your performance is and mental acuity is uh, like in sharpness yeah. is hindered in some yeah. capacity by the fact that your brain and body have been deprived nutrients for also, days and weeks at a time. You were never that weight. You were never that weight. It would be like removing your fibula to stand on the scale and then getting it put back in. That Well, they would do that if possible. Right. And so, it, I don't know. I remember being in high school, and I was on the wrestling team to stay in shape for track. It was at the point where I realized like I wasn't going to be a pro basketball player. So I, I, I stopped playing basketball after my freshman year. My sophomore year and junior year, I would go work out with the wrestling team. I was never good enough 
in my weight class to ever get on the mat. So I never had to put on a singlet, but like they let me work out every day with the wrestlers oh, and just basically in a singlet. No, thank you. But I was just, I was basically a tackling dummy, but it would keep me in really good shape for track. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, I'm sitting in English class and there's like four of my friends and they're all wearing trash bags under sweaters. And it's 85 degrees outside in Arizona in the winter. And I remember thinking to myself like, man, 10 years from now, we're going to really wonder what the hell we were doing here. This just seems so outdated and so stupid. And here we are 20 years later with women passing out right before their way and just saying like, fight at the weight that you're at. Like if you can't like if, it, or oh, give me a five pound variance, something to stop stuff like this from happening, because that could have been a lot more than just a faint, right? That could have been. Yeah. They've ended up in the hospital almost dying, dude. Like yeah. it, it's, it's a, it's a shame. And if you're trying to perform in a, if you're trying to perform at an optimal level, I don't think that there's any way that that's the way to do it. Like yeah. I, I just logically, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, thank you guys for listening to Reister or Wrong. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. Hit us up on the text line. Peace out. Catch you guys on Friday. Well, no, it's Friday. It is Friday. We'll catch you on the next Friday for sure. Okay, on Monday. Been a long week. All right, let's go watch some basketball. Yep. Dude. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel, now through June 9th. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. <laughs> 